Good morning, everybody. So, since February 14th in the United States and a few other European countries, I know for certain England, maybe Germany, France, a few others. On the, sorry, I get a little sidetracked. As you know me, I love the rabbit holes. Mark off your bingo cards for how many times he gets off script. So, as we are saying, February 14th is Valentine's Day in the USA, as well as a few other countries I mentioned. And so, we're going to talk a bit about relationship status. First of all, I'm here, I'm going to give a little quick history of who Valentine is. That's important. So, the short of it is St. Valentine was a priest who would secretly marry. Roman soldiers, when the emperor of Rome had forbidden them from getting married. And like all, just about every state, Valentine got um, executed when they found out what he was doing. And he signed the following goodbye letter, your Valentine. Which is where signing letters in Valentine comes from. I'll have to add that to their blog. Anywho, since it's all about romance, I figure we might want to talk a bit about my relationship stats and all those types of stuff. Now, some of you are wondering why haven't you said anything? The answer is, I like my privacy. It's an old-fashioned idea. Before the internet. But then again, before the internet, there wasn't really privacy to begin with. It was always the gossip corner in the barbershop, the women together at the quilting circles, and then you, and then you have the old... Um, confessional, where the poor priest had to hear everyone's problems. I gotta say, as a Protestant, we like to harp on the Catholics and give them a hard time. But I'm just gonna say, being a priest is probably not an easy thing. Not only are you, um, not only have you got to make sure you're teaching things that are correct in Scripture, which is a Scripture-based podcaster, that is a huge pressure. You gotta make sure you got everything lined up. It's an honor, but still a good thing to do. And then, when everyone goes to the confessional, that priest can't say anything to anyone. I mean, just imagine for years of embarrassing stuff. He's like, man, you really have to tell me all that. Meanwhile, the guy in the confessional chamber is like, if I understand things correctly, yes, yes I do. The priest lies to himself and says, very well, continue on. But please don't give me as much graphic detail. My brain rabbit trails. The market bingo cards. But anywho, in October of 2022, I got engaged. But, you know, I like to keep things private, so I didn't do any major photographs or announcement or things like that on Facebook. But our relationship going from friends to boyfriend, girlfriend to now fiancés and Come next year, we'll be a married couple, which will be cool. I'm getting ahead of myself. Mark your bingo cards. But I want to tell the story today of our relationship, along with two final thoughts, both to the couples who are listening to this and to the single people. So first, I just want to give a quick thing that I want to respect her privacy as well. So I'm not going to be giving any names. I'm not going to be giving many details. I'm just going to give you the bare minimum so you can understand the 
idea. Pretty much so you can get the timeline, everything like that. So, here's the story of how we met. It was in 2014 via the Chapel Youth Group where we met. And that was how we met, that was how we interacted, we talked, played games, during a social hour, then we'd be in Bible studies, they'd separate boys and girls to their own Bible studies, just to make it easier, because awkward 14 and awkward, sorry, what's I'm looking for? My speech quit working on me. Awkward middle school and high school ages, guys and girls feel more open talking when they're not surrounded by a bunch of girls and guys, especially when things go on somewhat sensitive topics. So, we hung out during the social hour, but didn't really hang out outside of the chapel youth group until 2014, 2015. It was 2015 when her family, yeah, I believe it was 2015 when her family moved to Hawaii. And then, so, when she moved, we kept in contact via emails, and then when we realized she had Skype, we decided to do Skype. And I was living in Germany, she was in Hawaii, that Skype over several different time zones. Roughly 12, then she moved to somewhere else in the States, giving us a bit less time zones, until finally in 20, and then finally in 2018, when I finished high school, my family moved back to the States. And we were currently living in Maryland at the time. So 2018 goes by, I get used to living in the States again, to a degree. And then in 2019 is when we finally managed to meet again in person for the first time in, uh, so 15 to 16 is 1, 17 to 18. Uh, four or five years, depending on how you count. Roughly four years until we met, seen each other in person. Now, the reason for the trip? Oh, it's just a little something called How the Train of Dragon 3 came out in theaters. And I had this idea for us to meet together and watch it on opening night. Which is a big deal. Granted, the theater wasn't packed or anything because we got a later showing. But it was important to us to see it on opening night. <clears throat> So, took vacation from work on Friday, flew down a quick 30-minute flight from the airport in Maryland to the airport closest to her place. She and her family met me. They picked me up. They came home. We had some fun time together. Went to the movie on Friday. Saturday, we did an escape room as a main thing. And then Sunday after church, we had a final, final little private time together at a cafe. And it was in that cafe where I expressed my feelings that I had first expressed in 2016 had simply grown along our relationship development as we talked about things beyond just simple hobbies, questions of would you rather over the internet, and then as we started talking about books, movies, and then real life events, subjects, perspectives, biblical and theological subjects, all that had caused our relationship to grow to a greater depth, and my love for her had grown from a bit of, don't want to say infatuation, 
to more of a deeper desire, more like love, if that makes sense, with a bit of romantic desire. I spoke with her about how she meant a lot to me, and I really wanted her to be my girlfriend. She, however, was taken aback by my confession, because before her family had moved to North Carolina from Hawaii, her mentor lady that had become her personal mentor, the one-on-one -on -one person she would go to when she needed help and advice from outside her family. This is the lady who spoke with her, and she had prophesied over her that in the next place she went, she would meet the man she was to marry. Now, just a quick keynote I want to say is that to prophesy means to speak what God has given one to speak. It's not just Christian fortune-telling. And I know I had distinguished this in other episodes, can't remember which one. I just want to give a little keynote because it's very easy to get that misunderstanding because a lot of the prophecies that are reading the Bible have to do with telling the future and what God is going to do. Now that we've gotten that little disclaimer out of the way, let's continue the story. So she's moved to North Carolina. She's getting used to living in the mainland, as they call it in Hawaii, I come along, her best friend, at the, her best guy friend at the time, and then here I am, drop the emotional bomb, and she's all like, okay, this is a lot. To quote Marty McFly from Back to the Future, she was having a, this is heavy moment. And the way she responded was kind and sincere. She told me she wasn't expecting it, but she was very appreciative, very thankful of my honesty, telling her about these feelings and emotions I had. And the final thing she said is, things might change in the future. Time goes on, people grow, and all that stuff. And if they did, I would be the first to know. One of the first, or the first, can't remember how she put it, but... She was very thankful for my honesty to her. So I went back that Sunday, spoke to my parents, said how I'm glad we were able to meet up. I even ended up writing some, even ended up writing a little song, which I'm not going to perform here. But it was a good weekend, a good time, nice to see a friend again in person. And then we would, after that trip, continue our Skype meetings. We even exchanged phone numbers during our trips so it'd be easier to text and talk more easily between us. But it was in 2021 that we became an official couple after she entered a question stage and her mother helped her to see things from all the different angles. And it was at that time where she realized how much she cared for me. And on April 2nd of 2021, she asked during her Skype call if my emotions for her were still the same as when I come to visit her in 2019 because she realized that she had them as well for me. We decided to spend the next week of prayer and fasting over how to move forward from our emotions. And on April 11th, we decided to be an official couple. Official couple, man, I can't speak today. And at that time, her family was living in Tennessee, which is where they're currently living now, along with myself, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So they were living in Tennessee. Now, the initial plan we had was I was supposed to move down in the summer of 2022. But 
things changed at work. And if anyone knows anything about 2021, what was going on, November timeframe, you guys get the idea if you know your history or recall. But I was a bit of a crossroads, and after some time praying, I felt God giving me the green light to move down to Tennessee in the January of 2022, several months ahead of what I first thought. And by God's grace, I had a new month at the end of February, new job at the end of February. It's one of those days. But anywho, I had a new job at the end of February, and by the end of March, God had given me a new apartment. God was with me in all of that because of one main reason. Applied the wisdom of Solomon from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8, which says this Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. In that time, I had to submit to him. I had to be humble. And just say, Lord, guide me in this. And this brings me to another thing. In the time between my first trip to visit her in 2019 and then moving down in 2022 had been a time for great change for me. I was getting used to living in the USA after seven years living in Germany. I was also overcoming many old emotional spiritual wounds that hadn't been properly healed yet. And he wanted me to learn to cut ties to them. It was also the time where God was showing how he wanted me to pursue this writing thing as I was thinking of it at the time. I did not expect for it to grow into this what I have now. Blog combined with the podcast. Then we've got Welcome to the Armory that I wrote in 2021, making the website, and all of these things that God has been working with me through. I was not expecting all of that. But that only came because of my submission to God, because of my humility before Him. So before we finish today, I have two thoughts I want to share. First, it's for the married couple. Communication between the two of you is important. And that means you shouldn't be afraid to express each other. Sure, be respectful, but honesty is very important. And if you have a hard time expressing yourself, just say, Love, I need to express myself. And I may not use the best of words, but I need to get these out before it drives me crazy. So please be kind and accept me to say these things, even if I struggle over my words. And when that's you, express them. And then when it comes to your turn to listen, in the same way that you would want them to be silent and just listen, so too should you be silent and listen to them. And for guys, after they finish expressing themselves, be very certain to ask, so do you want me to do something about it? Or did you need someone to just vent to? Because one of the things a lot of men have said, and a lot of women have said, in my studying and preparing for Ains relationship, because when I was younger, I wanted to prepare myself for that time, I learned men are very much doers and fixers, and I have 
what's we're looking for? Yes, and I have in my past made that mistake myself, which caused other headaches. Not important to the point. Details not important, but what matters is I have misunderstood their need. That's where communication comes in. You need to understand the needs of the other person and express them. Accepting different people are different. At the same time, they have things that you have shared. You have shared interests, shared hobbies, shared personality traits. At the same time, you have differences. And normally, those differences are meant to complement each other. So continue together in prayer. Even though it's hard to love the other person, understand that love is not so much a emotion, but more so a decision in the way you live and treat each other. This also applies to you single folks. But that's the whole point I wanted to say for the married couple or the courting couple to engage or the couples listening to this. Remember the importance of communication and open, not being afraid to speak. Forgiveness, humility, and grace. A lot of grace is important for any relationship to work, be it a romantic relationship, a friendship, and even a relationship with other with God. Because we need to be willing to humble ourselves a whole lot. And all this was something that I hadn't written yet, but you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit helps me where I forget to write stuff. Now, for you single folks out there, I have some stuff that I actually have written. As I said earlier, during my 2019 to April 2021 timeframe, I had a lot of healing go through, and all of it stemmed from events which had shattered my ability to trust others and God as well, to a degree. But as I went through several deep prayer times where I was open and laying bare my heart to God, healing began. One of those many emotional sorrows I was dealing with was I felt left behind it seemed that everyone around me was finding their significant other all at once. And a little piece of salt in the wound is that my brother got a girlfriend a whole year before me. However, I get to brag and say I got engaged before him, so woohoo. But anywho, we're not here to throw shade back at him, because uh, that's only going to cause horrible things as we go back and forth. We do not want a case of dueling brothers, that's not a good rivalry. But what we are talking about is that I wasn't ready yet. I was eager and willing, but I wasn't emotionally, spiritually ready to have a relationship. I didn't have the maturity necessary. And there's a lot of old wounds that need to be healed properly. That's what God wanted me to do before and before me and my fiance became boyfriend, girlfriend, and now fiancés, is that God wanted me to go through the time of preparation. And for those of you who are listening to this who are single, that you are women or men, it's that you can either be in the time of preparation, which you can accept from God, knowing that all things happen in His time, and just guiding, letting Him guide you trusting that he'll bring you to the right person. And that's something you just got to learn to trust him. It's very hard, especially when people have shown themselves to be untrustworthy. When it feels like you've been break, 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 get burned, get burned, get burned. 
And it's a whole process of learning to trust others again, especially God when we've had bad experiences with people. And that causes us to be jaded. But I had to learn to trust again. In the same way, some of you may need to learn to trust God again. And the final thing I want to say for those of you who are wondering if you'll ever get married, if you'll ever have that husband or wife that God wants you to have. And it's that, I don't know. For some people, they get married at a young age. Other people, they go through a long time period of seeking God, searching, following, obeying, until they meet that person. Other times, they've met them. It just takes a while for God to work them through the whole navigation, the development, growth, until finally having them married. And other people are like Paul, who wasn't married himself, but who accepted his place and focused on serving God through all things. It comes back to trust. And just something I want to say is that all things in life. Trusting God is the hardest skill, but most important thing we can use. And that's just what I finished with. My relationship with my fiance was a matter of trust, and it was learning to trust God in the hard times and the easy times. In the same way, you too must learn to trust God with your life, whether you be single, married with kids, divorced, Dealing with a breakup or something else. You could even be have lost on through death, which isn't easy. In the end, if you just gonna say, God, you know where I am. You see my heart. I'm gonna choose to trust you, even though it's not easy. Help me. That's just something you have to learn. Until next, while this may be a bit of a somewhat sad way to end a Valentine's Day post, I find it fitting because St. Valentine, while we do not know if he was married or not, we know that he truly believed in the path that God had for him and was accepting of his faith. In the same ways, Christians should trust God and accept their faith, be it a life of singleness, life of marriage, or a life of both time periods. And in the end, keep trusting him and who he is. Keep trying close. And keep learning more about who he is and his character, his nature. You can never go wrong with trusting him. It can be hard, but you won't go wrong trusting him in the end. Until next time, courage and Godspeed.